Hey guys, it's Keon, and today I'm going to give you my recap on UFC Fight Night. Vieta versus Tate wasn't the most entertaining fight night, I'll be honest. I will give you my rating right now. I will give it a 4 out of 10, or maybe even like a 3 out of 10, to be honest. It was just very hard to get uh, get through. I'll, I'll, I'll be for real. <laughs> But uh, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. I'll, I'll give it a three out of ten. I think. Like, I think that's. I think that's even being fair. I think some of you would be like, "Are you serious? You're giving us a three out of ten? Like, I can't entertain any of you guys." But I, I'd say this was a three out of ten. Ketlin Vieira defeated Misha Tate in the main event, unanimous decision. Very close fight to start off. Like rounds one to four, it could have went to either woman, and then round five, Ketlin Vieira really hammered home the win. And I definitely agree with this the decision. People were complaining about it. I don't I don't agree with that. I don't think too many people were, but I saw some things online. I'm like, nah. And that was definitely Ketlin Vieta. Was it a fun fight? Definitely not the most entertaining, but you know, she had to do what she had to do to get the win. Look good with her striking, was winning more, most of the exchanges throughout the fight. Misha had her moments, tried to, uh, tried to have some success on the ground. It wasn't enough, but her striking has definitely improved, which uh, I'll definitely give her credit for. And overall, I'll give, I'll give her credit for uh, making the fight competitive against someone like Ketlin, who's definitely a top 135 pounder, in my opinion, um, despite how shallow that division is. I would definitely put her up there um, like with Holly Holm, um, Jermaine Durandamy, all these women. I, I definitely uh, think she's one of the best out there. So for Misha Tate to look this good against her, um, especially at the age that she's at, I think uh, she shouldn't be ashamed of this defeat. But I do wonder what's going to happen next for her. I wonder... Um, where what's the next fight is she going to continue fighting because i know she want wants to fight for the title and this definitely sets her back but i was just thinking thinking to myself all she really needs is one solid win against someone in the top 10 top five and she gets a title shot like i, I don't think it's going to be hard for misha tate to get a title shot at this point look at juliana pena for example like she got two wins to get a title shot and they were against women who weren't even in their primes anymore. Like, no offense to Sarah McMahon and also who was the other fighter she defeated, but just not top 135ers. So Misha Tate, with the star power that she has, I could definitely see her make it to uh, a title shot after one win despite this defeat with Ketlin Vieira. I assume that she's going to get another shot. She's going to get a shot at the title after this or maybe even fight, uh, what's her name? Irena Aldana. Did they fight it once? I feel like they fought once and then she beat Irena Aldana. Did they fight? Yeah. No, she lost to Irena Aldana. Got knocked out. And that was her first defeat too. I can't believe Ketlin lost to Yana Kunitskaya too. Damn. I didn't realize this. But uh, honestly, the Irena Aldana fight just makes sense at this point. She's coming off a win against Yana Kunitskaya. Um maybe it doesn't make sense i don't know <laughs> this division is just so bad right now and it's because of amanda nunez just running the division for years like there's no growth there's no new champions new champions new contenders it's just the same thing so it's the same thing we saw with demetrius johnson for example so yeah that's uh what i have to say about the main event uh wasn't the most entertaining in the co-main event, Sean Brady defeated Michael Chiesa by unanimous decision. This was 
Uh, impressive performance by Sean Brady, who definitely looked good with his grappling. I'll grappled Michael Chiesa, who is very good with his grappling, good with his jiu-jitsu overall. Um, impressive performance for Sean Brady, who was number 14 coming into this fight, defeated number 8 Michael Chiesa. So he's going to make a big jump into the top 10 by this next week. And I'm excited to see what's next for him. I like his style of fighting. I like his tattoos. Those are sick, man. And... I'm just thinking who would be a good fight for him at welterweight. Honestly, I would love to see him like fight someone. He probably wouldn't fight like a Chaos Williams at this point because that's just like that's below Michael Chiesa. Maybe like who who can he fight right now that's in the top that that's like above him or even in the top ten. Like uh, below Muhammad. Honestly, below Muhammad versus Sean Brady. I would like to see that fight. I think that fight makes sense. So book that fight. I think uh, Bilal Muhammad's fighting someone though. I think he's fighting Steven Thompson, isn't he? Um, so we can't book that fight. That would have been perfect though. You you have to agree with that matchup. As for Michael Chiesa, I don't know what's next for him now. Um, he was on a run to a title shot and it really seemed like he was going to get it. Even Kamaru Usman was like, yeah, I want to fight him for the title. I don't know why that was in discussion, but... Um, he was close. If he had like two more wins after his like four fight win streak, I think he could have got a title shot. Even one good one. He was very close to it. Lost his last fight to Vicente Luque and then loses this fight to Sean Brady. Um, is it the decline for Michael Chiesa right now? Who knows? Maybe it is. Maybe he could come back. But honestly, I'd prefer him to just do color commentary or just like, a broadcasting that he does on the desk. He does a good job at it and he makes money from it. He's secure after his career as an MMA fighter. So I think he can retire whenever he wants. But if he was to do it right now, I would have no uh, no problem with it, if I'm being honest. But he, obviously, like saying retirement right now is kind of premature. But do I think he's going to be like a, like a, how can I say it? A, a top, a top welterweight from now on. I don't think so. I think he's out of that conversation now for sure. And uh, yeah, I wish him all the best, man. Michael Chiesa definitely liked his season of the ultimate fighter. Taylor Santos defeated Joanne Wood, who is Joanne Wood now. She was Calderwood, got married to a man with the last name Wood. Beautiful. It's wonderful. But she did lose this fight against Taylor Santos by rear naked choke in the first round, the only finish on the card. And impressive performance by Taylor Santos was just absolutely dominant from the start, striking, outstriking Joanne on the feet, dropped her twice, and then eventually locked up that rear naked choke, the force to tap. Sucks for Joanne, man, because there were so many times where it looked like she was going to fight for the title. She had a title shot at one point, and she decided to give it up after uh, Valentina pulled out or something like that. Anyway, she lost that title shot after she... She took another fight, lost that fight. Now she's uh, she's just in this uh, this state of limbo in her career. She's lost two in a row, and um, I, I I wish her the best. She's such a sweet woman, you know. And uh, it, it sucks to see her lose this fight for sure. But uh, Taylor Santos is definitely the real deal. I can't wait to see what's next for her for sure. Um, she the, her only defeat was a split decision uh, against Mara Romero Borella. So overall, she's 19 and 1. That's a very impressive record. And she's just looked very good. Her first finish in the UFC. 
I hope to see more of those because if she fights like this against like Joanne Calderwood, Joanne Wood, sorry, uh, I definitely can see her fight for the title in the near future. And I would like to see that fight for sure if she looks really good. I would like to see her fight uh, Valentina Shevchenko. Rani Yaya defeated Kyung Ho Kang by unanimous decision. Kyung Ho Kang, man, this guy's striking is beautiful. It was just like every shot has like bad intentions to it. And it really seemed like he was going to finish Rani at some points. But Rani, I got to give credit for him. Credit to him for eating these shots. Um, overcoming the adversity, securing takedowns and maintaining top control, trying to lock up submissions. And that was enough for him to win by unanimous decision. It was an impressive performance after uh, getting picked apart badly on the feet. It looked like it was going to be over quickly for him, but he stayed with it at 37 years old. That's very impressive. I have to tip my hat off to him. Adrian Yanez, he defeated Davy Grant by split decision. This was a very fun fight and one fight of the night. And I was entertained with uh, Adrian Yanez's uh, striking, man. His jab, his jab cross is beautiful to watch. And I can't wait to see more of him, man. He's uh, in bantamweight division and just shows how deep the bantamweight division is. So if this guy's not even ranked, I, I don't even think he's ranked right now. He's not even ranked. And if he's, in, he's not even ranked and he's looking this good, three, performan three straight performance of the nights and one fight of the night. Like... Bro, you're, you're doing so good right now. I can't wait to see what's next for Adrian. Rest in peace to his coach it was, right? I think his coach passed away prior to this. So um, definitely it, it looked like it, it, it uh, took a toll on him after the fight when he, he finally gets, gets to let his emotions go. I felt bad for him with that. But I'm definitely sure his uh, coach would be proud of that. It was an impressive performance. Davy Grant had his moments, uh, especially with his wrestling, just wasn't enough. And by the end, Adrian wins by split decision. Prelims, um, honestly, I can't really say much about the prelims. Like, I want to talk about... Uh, not much. Like the, the prelims are not that fun. I do want to talk about Lupita Godinez, man. I was proud of Lupi, Canadian, Mexican Canadian. And I'm proud of her, man, because this is her fourth fight in seven months. Like, oh my God, that's crazy. Like to be fighting that much. But this is the way to do it, you know? Like this is the way for people to be like, oh shit, like this person is doing something. Like if I was a fighter, I would take as many fights as possible early on like once I enter the UFC. So I'm happy to see her do that so far. And yeah, she's picked up some defeats, but even in those defeats, there was, there's some argument that you can say she won those fights, honestly, against Jessica Penne. And then her last defeat where she went up in weight too, wasn't it? She went up to, I swear she went up to 125 for that. Yeah, she went up to flyweight for that. And it was in seven days notice. So Honestly, like for her to even look good like that in seven days is just very impressive. And um, she wants to fight like one more time before the end of the year, which is insane. Like if she does that, oh my God, that's crazy. But I would love to see it. I love the way she fights. Her wrestling is awesome to watch. Uh, I definitely think she could become a threat in the future, especially if she starts to work on her hands more. She showed some promise on the feet in this fight, uh, especially with the way she was uh, blitzing forward, uh, going straight through Loma, Lukbunmi, and uh, Loma. She, her striking is great. She, she's a Muay Thai fighter, isn't she? Or 
Um, just overall, really good striking. I was impressed with her uh, performance on the feet, but she was unable to deny the takedowns. And that's what cost her. And that's what gave Lupi the unanimous decision win. Overall, impressed with Lupi. I can't wait to see what's next for her. Always rooting for my fellow Canadian. Um, aside from that, I can't really say anything else. Like uh, Hafa Garcia versus Nathan Levy was actually a very fun fight. Competitive for the most part. But Hafa Garcia, this guy is tough, man. And he's just pressing forward, not caring about getting hit. He's a tough guy for sure. And I'm, I want to see more of Hafa Garcia. He was uh, very entertaining in this fight. Um... Cody Durden, man. Oh my God. He like, he shook the crowd in his post fight interview. That was nuts, man. Like this guy, uh, <laughs> I couldn't believe it. DC, man. Like DC was like, I had to just pull away the mic because like, yo, first of all, this fight was very close with Keelang Aori. Uh, Cody Durden had more success with his wrestling, Keelang more on the feet. It could have went to Keelang Aori, but in the end, it went to Cody Durden. And man, this guy on the mic, you know, before before he dropped this like this bomb on everyone <laughs> on national TV, I, I was like, you know what? He's he's doing good with the way he's talking on the mic right now. Like he's uh, saying all the right things. Good promo. And then all of a sudden at the end, he drops. Yeah, he's tough. But I knew I had to send him back where he came from in China. I think that's what he said verbatim. Oh. Bro, when he said that, man, everyone in the crowd was like, <gasps> like, bro, no one was like, woo, you know, like, no way. There's no damn way anyone would be like, yeah, let's go. Like, everyone was shook. DC was like, oh, my God. Like, he, all he could do was laugh it off. Like, what can he do in a situation like that? Even uh, John Morgan, not John Morgan, the guy who also does the commentary, he was like, uh, yeah, like, I don't know what to say about that. Like, everyone was shook after that. So that was, uh, that was nuts. So, the, like, that was like the most shook I've ever heard, heard a crowd from a line in a post fight interview since Kobe Covington with uh, Matthews when he said that Matthews line with the train. But this was worse. This was bad. I'm I'm surprised like not many people are talking about it, but it was a prelim fight, so I understand it. But when I saw that, I was like, holy shit, like damn, like that was wild, man. Aside from that, uh Luana Pinero, she had a nice performance, unanimous decision win against Sam Hughes, looked good with her judo. And yeah, there's not really anything else I could say about the prelim. So overall. Four out of 10. That's my score. Wasn't the greatest card. I'll be for real. But let me know what you think. Did you have some fun moments from this one? It's going to be hard to say. I'm going to assume no. But I said four out of 10. I'm going to put it down to three out of 10. Yeah, I'm going to say three out of 10, man. Uh, let me know what you think. And I hope you have a good rest of your week. Bye-bye.